Thank you for joining this purple girl in her purple world. Share the inspiration by leaving a review, rating, and subscribing to the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep hope alive. Welcome to Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. I'm Justina Page, your podcast host. Guess what? It's Friday. And you guys know what Friday is. That's that day that I have my special guests come on and share their thoughts about one of my purple thoughts. And I could not be more excited than to have my dear, dear, beautiful friend, Angela Grayton. Hey, Angela. Hello, how are you? I am so good and super excited to hear from you. We've had a chance to minister together before. I was looking at um, some um, memories from Facebook where we were at, where were we? Joel Osteen's church, right? Lakewood. Yes, that was fun. That was real fun. Okay, before I get too far, um, let me share a little bit. You guys don't know Angela like I do, so I'm going to share just a bit about her. Angela found her passion for acting at the age of nine when she attended a community theater audition with a neighbor and accidentally landed the role of Lucy, what? <laughs> In the line, the witch, and the wardrobe. I, I would pay to see that. Knowing you like I know you, I would pay money to see that. When she was 20, she hired pri private acting coach Karen Legault and was later accepted into the American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Upon moving to Los Angeles, she was picked up by the Castan Morgan Agency, decided not to attend AADA, and began auditioning. Angela's resume includes extra work in small roles in television, film productions, including Warner Brothers, Cradle to the Grave, Paramount Pictures, The Hunted, HBO's Live from Baghdad, ABC's The Practice, and Idiot Boyfriend Storing Jimmy Fallon. Angela co-starred in two independent films, Dream Girl and The Inglewood Project. She was also featured in NBC's Dog Eat Dog and The John Walsh Project. Her professional focus shifted from acting to personal training and print modeling for companies such as IBM, Ashley Furniture, and Oxygen Fitness Max. Angela's heart is to honor God using whatever avenue of ministry he provides, including acting. She is grateful to invest in We Are Stronger, which was an amazing movie I got to be a part with, with Angela, and is confident that God will reveal truth, comfort hearts, and restore hope through the We Are Stronger film. And he did just that. Did he not? Oh, blew me away. <laughs> yes, blew me away too. It was fun being a, a newbie in that. Well, I'll tell you what, Angela, everyone always asks, how do you know all these incredible people? So I'm going to ask you, how did we meet? Well, we met at my, I think it was my first or second audition for We Are Stronger. I hadn't done anything in the industry for like 10 years. Wow. Carla McDougal said, hey, this is a role for you. And I said, no. And then she came back around and got, <laughs> and, okay, we're going to try this. So 
I decided I will do it. And the whole way I was so nervous and God just said, show up, just show up, just show up. And when I showed up, he was there and you were there. <laughs> amazing. So that was a treat. That's amazing. Oh boy. We had so much fun and we're still having fun. Isn't that something? Yes. It's a huge yes, And you all for the record, this is a phenomenal actress, but an even more phenomenal person. You're going to really be blessed today. Well, I'll tell you what, um, Everybody knows I am in armored with purple. So I call my thoughts purple thoughts. If you could choose a color for your thoughts, what would that be and why? I would choose green because to me, green represents growth. Ah, that's good. I like that. That's pretty good. I had some other people uh, pick green, but no one said the growth ankle. So that's pretty good. I love uh, hearing other people's thoughts. And speaking of that, everyone's here today to hear from you. So why don't you go ahead and read your purple thought and then just share how it resonated with you? Yeah, uh, it's better to know a person's story than to create one to support your criticism of them. Yeah. Live to love. Smiley face with sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that it was awesome. That struck me. It struck me particularly because I have had different seasons of my life where I've lived through the lens of a critical eye. Okay. And it's been really amazing to process out of that, to transition out of that. Yes. My very best friends have been made after prejudgment and Isn't that something? yeah i mean lifelong friends that i've had and when it reminded me one of my dear friends elizabeth baxley she i've known her forever uh we have this thing now where if a woman that we woman we see is intimidating in any way or you know they have something that we admire that's mm -hmm. uh, you know might challenge us Mm -hmm. Or we have that instinctual thought of something bad about them. Maybe it's because it's or it's hitting on an insecurity we have or something like that. We make ourselves go meet them. Oh, that's pretty good. It's awesome. It's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I like that a lot. Why do you think it's so easy to judge others? I mean, we'll do it on the dime if we're not mindful. Yeah, it's, I, I think it's something we're fed from an early age when the spirit of comparison comes into play when the enemy likes to, you yes. know, find a way to rob our identity or reduce the value of our perception of ourselves by creating unrealistic expectations. And then we start forming unrealistic expectation, expectations for everyone around us. At least that was my I used to think it was cool to be mean to people in high school because Seriously? I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, you would have not liked me, Justina. I was not oh, a nice. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. I refuse. No, no, I, it was it was a, a hurt person that that witnessed people who had power and deducted that to have power, you have to disapprove of others so that they try to get your approval. Okay. 
And that cycle, I saw it in school and thought, okay, well, then I just need to be mean. Wow. And I was good at it. <laughs> I just cannot imagine it. I can't. I still apologize to people, Justina. Like I will, I will. If if anybody pops up on Facebook that I remember bullying, I mean, I'm two foot two practically. I'm five. Exactly. Foot one. What? <laughs> I thought it, but um, I'll apologize to him. I this one time in sixth grade that all these friends were in the same group and we would harass each other. They all left the classroom. Wow. Got them. Everybody left the classroom, and I thought, "Well, where are they going? Because I need to be there." They were going to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> wow! How awful, how awful I was! It was like an intervention kind of thing. It was terrible. Wow. Yeah, I was me. I was rotten. <laughs> wow! Wow! Look at me! Look at me! Not my Angela. And mouthy, mouthy, mouthy. Oh, I'm sorry. It's terrible. Wow. You know what? Do you think that that comes from a place of insecurity, though? Oh, absolutely. I think it comes from a place of confusion and, uh, you know, reflecting on negative things that you've heard or seen or thought or that have in your psyche. Um, and obviously from Satan, because he definitely doesn't want us to That's recognize right. To love and do right and think right and and care and all those things that Christ does, right? You know, you know, when I wrote this Purple Thought, Angela, I, it came from a very personal space. My husband and I did a screening of a movie that we had to sign papers. We I can't disclose the movie, but when when I can, I'm gonna shout it from the rooftops. It is so powerful. And my purple thought came from that movie. Um, and in what it was, this particular person that this movie was about, I had came to my own conclusions about this person, just like this purple thought said, and added to his story and didn't know what the heck I was talking about. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> I just, just created a story. You know, it's amazing how it's certain things you see. And then you only know what you know, what you've experienced, what you see. And then you add to it. And I said, I did that to justify my, because I criticized this person in my heart. And don't have, I didn't know nothing. I was so shamed. Didn't know a thing. And I'm like, how many other people am I doing this to? You know, and that's why I came up with, you know, it's just better to know the story. When you see pieces, if you're going to have a criticism, know what you're talking about. What's your thoughts about that? Uh, I, I agree with you. In fact, there was this one lady I was working on a set and she and her husband were there and they were polite people, quiet, kind of distanced, you know, obviously quiet on set. You're not supposed to be engaging. Right, right. But, you know, I worked with her for several months and gosh, it was probably a couple of years into it. We were walking down a hallway one day and I said something to her and she she didn't, she kind of blew it off. And so I, I finally said, all right, enough of this. I'm just going to ask her, did yeah. I upset you? Is something wrong? And in between that time, I had made all these deductions in my mind of, I said this wrong and this is why she hates me. You know, she, she thinks I'm, yeah, you know, or 
she just isn't a nice person or doesn't want to engage with me for some other reason. And yeah. Sudden she said, No, I, I just can't hear you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Your name was Justina Page. And I thought, oh, this <laughs> I've been trying to configure all these narratives of why this lady <laughs> just because I'm sure she's telling she can't hear me because I mumble. <laughs> And it made a lot of sense. And then ever since then, we've just been besties. So Yes, we have. That is so hilarious. <laughs> I'll never forget that. I was like, what? You didn't know I was talking about you when I was telling that story, no. did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm, I'm all into the story. I oh, love God. it. Well, you know, perfect example. It's really a perfect example. But you know what? You did the right thing. Now, what? I did in this situation with the person I'm talking about. I just made my judgment and created this story. This happened and that happened. And I mean, I done made up a whole story. And and when I saw what I saw, I was like, oh my God, I am so off and so wrong. And, and Lord, how many other people have I done this to? And that led me to the last part of that. You know, live to love. If we could live to love, if love could be that force, that center, that everything, that motivation, that push, it could cut off some of this other crazy stuff we find ourselves in. So that part, live to love, what, what did that speak to you? So that spoke to me an invitation to let my guard down and be present. Mm, that's good. That's hard in our culture because I, to me, it seems like our, our culture is trying to get a couple steps ahead of every move. And yes. in doing so, we skip opportunities to get to know people. We skip opportunities to embrace moments that could create connection and ministry opportunities, etc. And I mean, I say our culture, but it's me and you and whoever, yes. you know, what we're, how we're kind of fed the idea of success and it reminded me of something that i'm gonna have a sign made for my office i've got this wall right here i'm looking at it's uh pray encourage equip empower repeat ah uh, i like that because i found that that's when i'm happiest is when i'm close to the lord i mm -hmm. get to up to people to encourage them help yeah. them whatever way the lord might have to advance and if i have anything to offer and then empower them through truth yeah be empowered obviously through truth yeah. and that lived to love just said to rest in that place and and allow it to allow the lord to move you instead of trying to overpower that force and do it all on yourself because it's not productive yeah very well said i really like that you know um, Jesus said something real powerful that uh, I think about all the time. Of course, I think about a lot of things he said, but um, what I'm thinking about in particular, he said, blessed are the pure in heart for they should see God. And um, I think about that often because if our heart is pure, love is resting there and mm. we'll see the right thing. You know, <laughs> you'll see the right thing. Um, God is, is in everything. It's a really powerful thought to think about. 
He's everywhere. He's present everywhere, even in situations that don't look like God. I I remember um, many, many years ago. Wow. Many years ago, I used to work for a program where I was teaching adults um, who were trying to get their, uh, what do you call it? Not their diploma. What is it? I forget the, yeah, their GED, um, um, those who had English as a second language. It was just a program trying to get their resumes together and get them working or whatever. And um, it was a young lady that walked in who was fresh out of jail. She's real rough, real rough, you know. And I was like, okay, Lord, you know, <laughs> this could be a problem. Um, and she walked in and I never get, forget what God told me. He said, there's a piece of me in everybody. Mm. I'm like, wow. He, and he said, and I remember her name. I won't disclose that name. But he said, what you have to do is look for me. I'm mm. there. In everybody. And, and I did. I found it. I found it in her. Uh, and she came in ready for a fight, ready for confrontation. And the spirit of God led me through all of that to get to her. That piece of God, he said, I breathe, I breathe the breath of life into every soul. I'm there. I'm like, wow. And that's the point, William, we're about to go into, I'm about to go into a whole nother conversation. But my point being, going back to this live to love, it just, it was a, a gentle reminder to me by the spirit of God, instead of looking for fault, because sometimes we're just looking for fault for whatever reason. Maybe it makes us feel better. Maybe when someone's lower, we are a little higher. Maybe we're arrogant. Maybe whatever the, the thing is. But I'm learning to live to love, live to see God, live to be pure in heart where I can see God no matter what the situation is. So, man, just how I feel about it. Anyway, any other thoughts about this purple thought? Um, I, I wanted to, you said something a moment ago. I wanted to tell you that whenever we get together, I'm reminded of this verse, mm. Proverbs eleven twenty five. 25, uh, a generous man shall prosper and he who refreshes others shall be refreshed. Himself, right? <laughs> yes. And you, my friend, you put these things out there and I hope that and I know it does because you tell me and you tell others, but I, I hope you recognize how powerful these small, you know, messages on a regular basis are for people because it's a, it's a reeling in, <clears throat> excuse me, a reeling in of the heart that the Lord uses to bring him closer to others. And uh, it's just really appreciated. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for that. You know, Angela, I had, um, it was funny, you know, Facebook memories, right? Um, this happened maybe about six months ago. And I was going, looking at my memories because I find them very interesting. And I was looking back and I said, I've been doing Purple Thoughts for over six years. I'm like, this is insane. I'm stopping. Why am I doing this? Because I do it every day, seven days a week, because that's what, my instruction was that i never forget it. The Lord said, this is what I need you to do. I need you to share an authentic thought every morning. Whatever you're thinking about, make it authentic. Not just something you think is sound good, but whatever you're thinking about. 
share an authentic thought about your life and your walk with me. That's all I heard. So I just started doing it. I did not realize I had been doing it that long, though. So I decided this is enough. I'm going to give this up. It's time to do something else. That same day, I kid you not, I got first I got an email. And someone shared the thought that I had uh, shared and said, this saved my life today. I'm like, whoa. Then I got a call. Man, I was really suicidal, but I read this thought. And then I got it. As I said, okay, God, I hear you. I hear you. I'm, I'll keep going. But here's the thing. It's him. And I really feel our thoughts are so important. They're so important. And if we could just get the right thought, we could start the right way. So anyway, I enjoy the purple thoughts now. And uh, God has given me little glimpses. I, 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 Quite honestly, I get emails, text messages all the time about these purple thoughts. And in my mind, I'm thinking, God, you really know what you're doing <laughs> because it doesn't make sense to me. It's just a thought. And why my thoughts, <laughs> you know, but God does what he does. So, again, thank you for that. It's very encouraging to hear because it is a labor of love. It truly yeah. is. What makes a difference? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Angela, this has been a very powerful conversation. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for sharing your uh, heart. Thank you for your transparency. Wow. I tell you what, I know you all heard her testimony, but I promise you, this is the sweetest person I ever know. What a difference Christ makes. You know, and I'm, I'm going on about you, but I was something else myself. We do not have time for that in this conversation, guys. So <laughs> I know you guys tuned in. I know you were blessed. If you enjoyed the thought that Angela shared or any of the purple thoughts that I've shared on the podcast before, guess what? You can go to Amazon, pick up my new journal, Building Hope with Purple Thoughts 2023. Proceeds benefiting my nonprofit, the Amos House of Faith. Thank you for tuning in today. Please be sure to tune in next time for more of Building Hope with Purple Thoughts. Go have yourself an extremely blessed day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining this purple girl in her purple world. Share the inspiration by leaving a review, rating, and subscribing to the show. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, keep hope alive.